On this episode, we're breaking down my song, I Am Your Father. I'll walk you through the writing and recording process, things you may not notice about the track, and my favorite parts about it. All that and more coming up in just a minute. Welcome to the Royish Good Looks podcast, episode number 17. My name is Roy, and thank you for joining me. This week, we're back with another edition of Inside the Song. This will be our third one so far. If you have a favorite song of mine that you'd like me to break down, leave a comment here on YouTube or drop a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And make sure to subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss out on these new episodes. And if you'd really like to help support the show and my music, consider signing up for my Patreon page at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. All right, let's get into the song. I Am Your Father is just over a year old now. It was released on June 30th, 2020. Unfortunately, as Leonard Sweeney on YouTube pointed out, this song should have come out on Father's Day, which would have been perfect. I just missed Father's Day by one week, and I was actually trying to hit that release date, but the song just wasn't ready in time. That's just the story of my life. This was actually a rare occasion, though, where I had released a bunch of songs in a row. I had just put out The Forces Strong in May 2020. Rogue Squadron was released just a few weeks before I Am Your Father. I was on a mini roll. It definitely felt like I was hitting my stride with songwriting and producing that and having a little extra time on my hands while we were all home and quarantining. I Am Your Father was a huge success even on its first day. It hit a whopping 27,000 views, which was one of my best first day launches for a video ever, second to only Baby Yoda. It was really clear that this was a perfect quote to have written a song about, and it probably helped that the song was an upbeat summer jam and not a punk song. My punk songs don't seem to get as much love. These more poppy ones seem to be the fan favorites. When this song finally breaks in, it's got a really infectious groove to it. The beat always gets me up and moving. If I'm rehearsing the song on my acoustic guitar, I'm always dancing around the studio. Ever since this song came out, I've tried to focus a lot more on creating better grooves in my songs. Melody and chords, those are one thing, and they usually come pretty easily to me. But there's something to be said for a song that gets you up on your feet and gets you moving. That's its own special kind of connection. And I think that's something I Am Your Father does really well. And I'm still trying to learn from it today. So it's a fun groove. And not only that, but the concept is about arguably the most famous scene in all of Star Wars, I Am Your Father. It's a great scene, obviously. It's a very epic, cinematic moment. And I get comments every now and then saying things like, this song doesn't fit in with the movie. And that's never my intention. I know I sync the song with the film for my YouTube videos, but I'm not trying to score the film. 
Damn it, I'm a songwriter, not a composer. That's one for you Trekkies out there. So as a songwriter, I take scenes and stories from the movies and try to distill them down to a fitting tone within a pop song format. So the I Am Your Father scene turns into this sassy, I told you so, clap back song. We all know that tone when you're trying to explain something to someone else, especially someone younger and more naive. Vader is telling Luke, hey, you were lied to by your mentor. I'm your father and I know best. You should join me. He's kind of teasing and trolling Luke a little bit. So maybe the groove is a bit upbeat and silly sounding for such a serious scene, but that's the idea. I know better than you. Na-na-na-na-na-na. Here's my sassy song about it. Think Taylor Swift and shake it off. The song starts with this simple guitar riff and this spacey stereo delay. I don't usually start songs with an instrumental intro, but this riff is pretty and it's memorable enough that I think it can stand on its own. Plus, it's just one time through and then we're into the verse. I know this planet, I know these suns, I know this desert we both come from. I was the chosen one. Are you the chosen one? The lyrics are highlighting all of the parallels between Anakin and Luke growing up on Tatooine, knowing that you're made for something more, and how they're both pretty much cut from the same cloth, like father, like son. Halfway through the verse, the kick drum enters on the twos and fours, and a second acoustic guitar comes in, playing a sort of single note bass riff. The song probably could have evolved a hundred different ways, but it starts going down this almost reggae or ska path. You can hear that dancey groove starting to develop. The end of the verse has this extra pre-chorus tacked on. It's not really a new part. It's more of an extension of the verse. But since it makes the verse an odd number of repeats, I call it a pre-chorus. It adds this electric guitar with tons of ping-ponging stereo delay. And I love parts like this. You only have to play the chord once, but it keeps dancing around as if you were sort of riffing along, or like there's more than one player, it fills up a lot of space. Then we get this corny, lyrical pun. My ambition won't wait, and I'm certain that you can relate. Get it? Because they're related? Chorus one is another dramatic change of pace. It's kind of like, I'm throwing my gloves down, I'm going to set you straight and cut right to the point. Because I am your father, and I rule this galaxy. I am your father. The acoustics stop being as musical and sing-songy. Now we have these punchy power chords jumping around. They're strummed really aggressively. The kick drum is four on the floor, and the shakers are doubled up in stereo. Everything is just rhythmically pushing the song forward. There's so much high-end and chick information. It makes it sound really exciting, 
even though it's just acoustic kick and shaker. Halfway through the chorus, it fills in a little bit. The bass guitar enters. There's claps on beat two and four. And there's a few guitars that ring out on the chord changes. It doesn't quite break in, but you get this teaser of how the song will eventually evolve. The structure of the vocals in the chorus is one of my favorites. The first two lines are the same rhythm and melody, but the third line switches it up. It goes a few notes higher, the rhythm changes a little, but then it drops back down on the fourth line to repeat the I am your father tag. And I rule this galaxy, I am your father. And you could come join me. Obi-Wan never told you. Assert your feelings, Luke, it's true. I am your father. I'm your father. I'm your father. It makes for a really satisfying melodic journey up and down. And, of course, repeating the main line makes it catchier. It's also interesting that there's no harmonies in Chorus 1 or even the first verse. But there is a double of the main vocal that actually came in on the first pre-chorus, and it comes back on the second half of the first chorus. So even though there's no harmonies, the vocal still gets beefed up a little bit. Obi-Wan never told you, but search your feelings, Luke, it's true. I am your the chorus ends with every instrument sliding down and pausing, the guitars, the bass, and even the vocals. They all sort of fall off the last note. I'm your father, I'm your father. And now I, and I didn't really plan it, but I suppose it symbolizes Luke falling down that crazy shaft in Cloud City, which, of course, I paired that scene with this line for the music video. Now we're in verse two. We get more of the story. Vader is drawing more comparisons between himself and Luke. Hey, man, I know you think you're a Jedi, but the Emperor pulls all the strings and you're going to wind up joining the dark side. Just like me. Now I know you're training. I did the same thing, so pay attention now. This is your destiny. You're just like me. The acoustic intro riff comes back, and it's eventually supported by a muted version of the acoustic guitars from the chorus. The electric guitar is still doing its ping-pong delay. And the vocals have the classic. Royish good looks cliche of echo every last word of the line to fill more space. Pay attention now. This is your destiny. You're just like me. We also have a full drum set now. It starts with a halftime beat and then it picks up speed in the second half of the verse. This is your destiny. You're just like me. Indeed, you are as powerful. I've been doing this a lot lately where verse two starts in halftime, and then it breaks in later on. It's a great way to switch up the feel for a moment and help keep interest in the song. But the beginning of this verse always drags a little bit for me. I'm not totally happy with this part. When the second half kicks in, though, it feels a lot more natural to me. And that's probably my favorite part of the song. I use the instrumental version of this song for breaks in the podcast a lot. It's just a really fun loop. I could listen to it over and over again.
What's really funny about this is the musical arrangement is pretty much the same as the first half of the verse. It's just the drums that happen to be different. I'd have to guess that if the entire second verse had that same beat throughout it, it would have felt more stale by that second half. Now I know you're training. I did the same thing, so pay attention now. This is your destiny. You're just like me. Indeed, you are as powerful as the emperor. As this is a constant struggle for me when I'm arranging, especially if the song is more loop-based, like this one. The music and the lyrics are perfectly fine, but keeping the arrangement fresh is the tricky part. You have a choice of like, are you just going to keep it simple and copy and paste the same parts over and over? Or can you find a way to do it a little bit differently that still fits in with the song? My favorite vocal line in this song is... Indeed you are as powerful as the emperor has foreseen. The word emperor always gets me smiling. I definitely made sure to enunciate it as best I could. I always try to pronounce the lyrics clearly, but that is a particularly difficult word to sing. It's right up there with Moisture Farm. On a moisture farm, where we meet Luke. I also really like the line, the force is strong in our family. The force is strong in our family. Not necessarily for the vocal performance, just how it fits thematically. In Return of the Jedi, Luke says that line to Leia and tells her that she has powers too. And I paired that line with the scene from The Rise of Skywalker where Luke is actually training Leia and she has a lightsaber. Obviously, I am your father applies to Leia too. Anytime I can incorporate scenes from each trilogy in the music videos, I will. I think it always makes the song stronger. In the second pre-chorus, the drums and the bass drop out. The acoustic guitar is still playing that fake bass line. So the rhythm still pushes forward a little bit, but it's not big and fat sounding. And this is totally by design. That way, the chorus hits a little bit harder when the full band comes back in. It's a really simple thing, but it's really effective arranging. This pre-chorus is also the first harmony in the song too which is kind of crazy that we've made it this far into the song without any harmonies or background vocals, which has got to be a record for one of my songs. It's pointless to resist. The dark side will pull you in. And I am your father. Now we enter chorus two with this little drum fill. And this is a totally different arrangement than chorus one. There is a lot more going on, a lot of layers. First off, there is a white noise, down lifter sound effect. It adds a ton of energy to kick off the chorus. It's kind of like a crash cymbal, but on steroids. The drums have broken into a full beat. The hi-hats are doing this very 1975-inspired jam session, and it's got a bit of a swung rhythm to it. The shakers are still going too, but I probably could have left them out for this part. I feel like the hi-hat is more of the focal point. They're a lot more fun than just the straight shakers, and they kind of compete with each other. It's a bit of sensory overload. 
We also have this long tambourine wash on every fourth snare drum, which is another sort of arranging cliche, but it's a nice pseudo drum fill without being too in your face. And the bass is riffing really hard here. It's probably one of the coolest bass lines in a Royish Good Look song ever. It's another part that I could listen to on loop forever. There's also acoustic guitars doubling up with the bass riff. There are electric guitars playing kind of punchy chords. And then there's this plucking harp sound that pokes out of the second half of the chorus for a little bit of movement. It reinforces that reggae ska vibe with the upbeat accents. The vocal rhythms are really interesting in the second half of the chorus too. I intentionally lay back on a few lines and sing them a little late. Listen to the word join. And you could come join me. And I do the same thing on the repeats for the word father. The main vocal and the harmony have been mono up until this point. There's just one main vocal, a double, and the harmony, and they're all panned to the center of the mix. But of course, we get the background vocals popping in at the end of this chorus, and they're stereo doubled left and right. Your feelings, Luke, it's true. I am your father. I'm your father. I'm your father. And those vocals pull us into what I call the post-chorus. The vocals get much bigger from here on out. There are big three-part harmonies with doubles left and right. This whole post-chorus pumps me up. It makes me want to jump up and down. The drums switch over to the crash cymbal, and the tambourine is on every snare drum now. I don't really do a lot of crash cymbal parts, but since this song is a giant loop, you have to keep evolving every section, and the wash of the cymbals and the sparkle of the tambourine makes this part feel more energetic to me. The harp is plucking right through this part, and there's a synth pad for some more brightness and movement. The bass is sustaining whole notes here instead of riffing, and I love how it slides around. Man, I just love bass in general. And now there are electric guitars that double up with the acoustic and bass riff from the chorus. So even though the bass isn't riffing, we still get that groove in the background, and it's a little fatter now with the electrics. There's also a clean guitar that doubles the acoustic riff. This is another great example of doing something a little bit different, but having it blend in. It's the same part, just on a new instrument, and it definitely lifts up the sound. 
Now we're in the bridge, and we bring back that 1975 hi hat groove. And the arrangement is pretty much the same as the second half of Chorus 2, but we add these guitar stabs that bring in a sense of urgency to the part. Again, it helps keep the energy up. I'm pretty sure I learned this trick from the Jimmy Eat World song, Sweetness. They bring in a piano that just punches the same power chords over and over again. It's kind of stupid, but it really does push the song along. Then we get another moment where all the instruments slide down and drop out, and we have a broken down version of the chorus. I am your father, and I rule this galaxy. I am your it's just vocals and acoustic. It basically calls back to the arrangement of the first verse. The acoustic bass riff comes in, so does the guitar with the ping pong delay. There's a white noise wind up and these sneaky two claps and a little tambourine shake. Everything drops out again and we have another vocal pickup into chorus three, which is a slightly different melody than the last two choruses. It's actually just the harmony part used as the main melody. So it's just different enough to keep it fresh, but it still sort of feels familiar. Pretty much every guitar part we've introduced so far is now playing in the last chorus, even that intro acoustic riff. The only things missing are the clean lead from the post-chorus and the guitar stabs from the bridge. All of the vocals are stereo doubled now, the mains and the harmonies. We're just throwing everything at the wall. For the very end of this chorus, I don't lay back on the I am your father rhythm like I did in the second chorus. I wanted to switch the part up, so it's a brand new take, but now every time I listen to it, it's just a little too on the beat. It's not bad at all. It's just slightly less sassy sounding to me when that line is sung perfectly in time rather than a little bit late. The very last line of the chorus is drawn out a little longer and it has this new stack of harmonies to create a little bit of drama before the outro. I'm your father, I'm your father. The outro is basically the post-chorus again, plus the guitar stabs from the bridge. Everything is just pushed a little bit louder, which makes everything sound more dense and more exciting. It's sort of an auditory trick. We always think louder is better, and I'm always trying to make the end of my song feel as exciting as possible, so I usually just overdo it. And then we have the cold ending. The band drops out, and the vocals get one last I told you so in, and that's the song. Your father. Without a doubt, this is one of my favorite songs. Yes, I like all of my songs, but there is something different about this one. When I play it solo on my acoustic guitar, 
it just works so well. And that isn't always the case with my songs. I'm a firm believer that when you can strip a song down to just guitar and vocals or a piano and vocals, if it still holds up in that really intimate format, then you know it's a solid song. And I feel that way every time I play this one. I think the acoustic version I released through Patreon echoes this as well. I love that version. Those of you on the Patreon bonus tracks tier know what I'm talking about. But if you missed out on I Am Your Father, the acoustic version, well, if you sign up for Patreon at the bonus tracks tier and shoot me a message, I'll hook you up with that version of the song as a thank you for tuning in this week. Plus, there will be another new bonus track coming later this month, which you're not going to want to miss out on. And of course, Patreon supports this show and my music, so you'll be helping me out and you'll get lots of cool perks in return, like ad-free versions of the podcast, Ask Me Anything Q&A threads, I'll check out your art, music, podcast, or YouTube channel, and I'll give you my personal feedback. And you can even get your name listed as a producer on new episodes and YouTube videos. It's a whole community, and I'd love for you to be a part of it. If that sounds cool to you, sign up at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. Otherwise, give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Royish Good Looks. Join our private Facebook group called Royish Good Looks. And whenever you're listening, share the podcast episodes in your feeds and tag me. It helps out a lot, and I really appreciate it. Either way, thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Take care.